This podcast is brought to you by Alliance Motor Auctions. Has your car shit itself? Then you've got to go with Alliance. It's the easiest way to buy a quality car at a very competitive price. Located in Moorbank, New South Wales. Call 02-9822-7200 or visit www.allianceauctions.com.au South Coast Window Furnishings. Have your window furnishings shit themselves? Then you've got to get in touch with SCWF. They service the south coast of New South Wales from Wollongong to Bermagui. Give Jamie a call for a free quote on 0408 812 007 or like them on Facebook at South Coast Window Furnishings. Elite Sports Physiotherapy. Has your back or another part of your body shit itself? Then look no further than ESP. Established in 2006, Elite Sports Physiotherapy provides physiotherapy and massage services to the people of Melbourne. Located on the mezzanine level, 13-15-1 Freshwater Place in Southbank, Melbourne. Give them a call on 03-8640-0328 or visit elitesportsphysio.com.au today. Also, special thanks to verse.com.au for putting the finishing touches on this podcast. Cheers. G'day, fine listener. Hope you're well. My guest this week is tram driver and internet celebrity Nick Mason. Mason came around for a chat and we discussed all sorts of things. We talked about trams, movies, his big break, and how he and his mate's podcast became so hugely successful. This is Taking It Easy with Daniel Connell. Nick Mason, thanks for taking it easy with me today. How are you? I'm very well. I think there's no more appropriate title for your podcast than <laughs> taking it easy. I've never seen you. I've never seen you get. I've never seen you panic. You're very mild mannered. Have Have you? Has that ever happened to you? I can't remember panicking. No, no, that's I, that's very interesting. I also discussed recently. I I realised uh, at 35 years of age that I can't yell as well. I also have difficulty with that. Do you? Like, I I. If I have to yell across, you know, a street or something mm. like that, I'm. It's not even. I feel very self conscious about it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, what if I have a silly yelling voice? That's going to be embarrassing. So I'll just wave frantically yeah. and hope hope for the best. Um, because uh, I don't know if you talked about it on the podcast, but you you did a show uh, some time ago. You 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 were a big fan of a, a, a bet. Yes, some, some time ago you got quite quite uh, quite into uh, some uh, gambling times. That's right. And I just sort of can't imagine you just sort of. You know, at the at the horse races or something, just staring at a ticket and going, oh, "I've lost it all, haven't I? <laughs> well, this is this has ruined my life, dear, oh dear." That's me. I uh, I've tried recently to yell and sing songs in the car when I'm yeah, driving right. home from gigs on my own. Uh-huh. I try, I'm trying to improve my oh, your yelling capabilities. Like, yeah, trying to build out a high note when you, singing, and it you, sounds. If it was recorded, it would. Uh-huh. Your people would. Not listen to it. Do you think you're going to need that professionally at some point? I would like to yell a bit more in my stand yeah. to get a point across. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you've got two choices. You've got you've got swearing or yelling. Yeah. So, and you've got to, you know, you don't you don't want to lull people to sleep. Yeah. With, you, with your tone, do That's you? That's right. Well, no. Now you're a tram driver and internet celebrity. That's one of those is definitely true, and one of those I made up. Uh, well, guess which one it is. I I'm sticking to the internet celebrity because okay. I've. I yeah, what you're up to at the moment? Would would you say you're the only person in the world with that combination of professions? Ah, uh, I ooh, potentially there is another tram driver who who appears. Is or are they an internet celebrity though? Ah, uh, they're a, they're a television celebrity. I think they appear on the really? ABC quite frequently. They're on a they're on a. I think it's called Think Tank. It's a is that right? It's an ABC uh, a, a quiz show of some sort. Right, and he's on that, and he's 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 well regarded as the nicest tram driver. In, oh no! In 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 Melbourne or and I guess the world because we are the epicenter of tram driving. Yeah. So you need I, to knock him out of that I position. Need to knock him down a peg or two, <laughs> yeah. but I tried, and I just I'm like I'll bring this guy down, and I met him, and I went, I oh, know he is quite nice. <laughs> That's a shame. Is there any chance your tram lines would cross at any point? Where yes, we do. Yeah, you do. So, so have you got a nice the... friendly wave? Oh, does he? He's got a bow tie on. Does he? It's not regulation, but he gets away with it. <laughs> oh, no. mm-hmm. well, he's on telly. That's well, true, yeah. is there a possibility that you could take him off the tracks at some point? <laughs> is that doable? 
Yes, it is. Absolutely it is. Thank you for the inspiration. Yeah, yeah. make yeah. it look like an accident. We can put this in the court case in, yeah. the, in a few months. I'll yes. jump in front of yours That's and then that'll good, cause good. you to steer yes, off. I was, yeah. I was saving the life of an innocent yeah. man. And yeah. just, look, I just, I just ruined his television yeah. career. It's not my fault. <laughs> uh, was either tram driver or internet celebrity these occupations on your mind back at school when you no. were talking to your... Careers oh, counsellor? Careers counsellor, no. I think as a child, like as a very young kid, I wanted to be a, a private investigator. Really? Which because it, because as a kid, you you only think of it as, you know, the, the this private detective in the movies where it's mm-hmm. all, it's for some reason you're allowed to do car chases and shootouts and you're allowed to just get in front of the police and solve mysteries yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And I was very excited about that because it seemed like a real job you could do. But then as an adult, you very quickly learn that it's just kind of, uh, it's it's just taking photos of cheating spouses. It's yeah. just it's just sitting in a car, like a cold car in the street, and just eating some takeaway and just just waiting yeah. for some bloke to to walk into a hotel room yeah. and take some photos of him. So while your marriage is also on the rocks, exactly, because yeah. you are always out in the yeah. car. Exactly. I spoke to somebody recently about that. I said, oh, you know, as a kid, I always wanted to be a private detective, but you know. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a ridiculous idea. And she said, oh, yeah, I knew a guy who was a private investigator uh, and he also owned a pie face. Like, <laughs> so, which, which for anybody who's listening who's not from the Melbourne area, uh, is like a, it's like a franchise chain of, of takeaway pie restaurants that existed like a couple of years ago. They were open 24 hours a day in the city and then they were all around and then... Like they all just went out of business mm. because for some reason nobody was interested in a pie at three a.m. <laughs> yeah. on a Tuesday morning in the center of the business district or whatever. But like the idea that he, I, I mean, obviously he he owned this franchise and it made him some money, and then he mm. can be a private investigator on the side. Yeah. Just be a bit silly. But I like to think that the the private investigating was was funding the pie face. <laughs> yeah. Like he was just out there like taking photos, <laughs> so he could be like, "And I've got to get these pies moving." Yeah, it's my I, real passion. I like to answer your question. No, go ahead. <laughs> I like the thought of him combining the two too. Like, oh, uh, for sure! Yeah, either yeah. eating a pie whilst watching someone, yeah. or mm-hmm. making pies while he's watching yeah. someone in the actual. Yeah, for pie sure. Place. <laughs> Look, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm. I have to let you know that your wife is cheating on you with your Pilates instructor. <laughs> but here's a chunky steak and onion pie. Just that'll that'll cheer you up, mate. Good uh, on for you. free. It's but to answer your question, no, I I never thought of doing any of those things. I think well, I I'm sure when I did that careers counselling. Question. I'm sure they said like I think they said maybe like pharmacist or they said manage <laughs> manager. You know, in that most generic sense of like you yeah. could manage something. Sure, I think most people got manager. Do you remember what film it was that set you off for the private investigator? Ooh, it might have been Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> which is not even a real. It's not, not even a real detective out. move there. Yeah, and Great he's got a, he's got a. Uh, ooh, I, I'm not sure who's Richard Dreyfus. Oh, maybe, maybe like yeah. as a midday movie or something yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but uh, Bob Hoskins in Who Framed Roger Rabbit had a, he had a cartoon gun yes. that fired cartoon bullets yeah. each with their own personality. So yeah. I think maybe I'm like, well, if I play my cards right, <laughs> maybe I'll get one of those. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, no, none. Of, I had no aspirations of that right. kind. Yeah. And what school did you go to? I went to Parade College, which is in Bandura. Yeah, it's yeah. In the in the northern suburbs ish. And and. Any inkling of comedy or... I don't even know if I was funny back then. Right. I think I was just keeping my head down. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm funny now. I, I, I consider myself affable more than funny. I'm just like, I want people to leave and be like, oh, you seem nice. That was all right. Mm. You know? Not as nice as the bloke off ABC. Well, nobody's as nice as Bruce, <laughs> are they? And did you study after school? Uh, I went to uh, La Trobe University and I have a business degree, so, right. which, I've, which is very much like... Uh, I, I discovered like an arts degree. Unless you apply, unless you ap- really apply yourself afterwards, yeah, it's kind of it's just a piece of paper kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and with you know, with with arts, obviously, you have to build a portfolio and you have to you know work mm. on your stuff and and find your speciality and and you know and really find something you're passionate about. But for, for business, I think it's like you have to be okay with firing people. <laughs> and yeah. I can't, I couldn't right. do that, you know. So, so what what uh, job line of work did you get into? 
after university? Uh, let's uh, most mostly retail. Okay. Yeah, mostly yeah. retail. Was a dental technician for a while, is which is right? which is just a job you can do. Yeah. You can just yeah, you can just fall into it, I guess. <laughs> which is mostly sterilizing instruments. Yeah. It wasn't in a in a in a room, it wasn't very exciting. So oh, you, you didn't see any painful experiences for people? Oh, you we could... took somebody's jaw off once. That was I, sorry, you talk about we, a bond film. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean there was a lot of uh, I I was I was told I was quite suitable for that job because I didn't. I had no reaction to the sight of blood, <laughs> but and I, my justification was a the the guy I was working with was a professional, yeah. and b it wasn't my blood. So, <laughs> you know, there was also there was also you know one point we took every tooth out of a man's head yeah, once, right. and you know it was just oof. This is just like with the uh, like pliers ripping yeah, around. Was yeah. the person out or away? Yes, they were out. Okay. Yeah, this, this was yeah. in surgery. Yeah, you could tell me this. I had my wisdom teeth out uh-huh. at eighteen, and I, in the days afterwards, had a really sore chest, like yep. in the, around my sternum. And I was told by people that the doctor has put the boot in. Yeah, put my put the knee into my chest to yeah. get leverage. Have, have you seen this happen? Uh, it never happened with uh, my, <laughs> with my particular surgeon. No, but. Uh, I couldn't wait. Did you have them done in the chair or did you have them done? Yeah. Okay, right. Chair. Right. Out, but in the chair, yeah. Look, I think it's probably, it's, it's, it's Seems, certainly possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's nobody else there. And, you know, yeah. some, I have seen, I think, you know, as, as a kid, I did have a couple of, uh, I had a couple of teeth out mm-hmm. and there was some wrenching back and forth. <laughs> so I think you need all the, all the leverage you can, you can get, you know. Yeah. Did you get, Good dental care there when you were. I was only there for a little bit. I was only okay. there for a few months, and okay. then, and then, you know, tramming and celebrity call, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so, was the jaw coming off the final straw for you to leave? No, or? that was kind of fascinating. Yeah. The final straw, I feel, was was actually working. Like because for the the vast majority of the time, I was working with people who'd been and they anesthetized. Yeah, and so. You could kind of like if they had some, if they got some debris in their mouth, you could just kind of suction it out or yeah, you, could, you know yeah. clean it out or what have you. But I think it was, and and after that, like after a few months of that, they're like, okay, now we'll we'll do some stuff in the just in the office. And it was people who were awake and had just had the yeah. general anaesthetic. Oh no! And there was a lot of people going, ah, 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 and I'm like, well, I guess I'm not as good as this as I thought. You know, I thought I was a wi- a real wizard this, but it turns out no, I'm just. In, in real life, people are not caring for this at all, and I'm like, well, probably time to move on. But then I got the tram stuff. So, right. Okay. Yeah. Can you just before we go on explain how a jaw can be taken out of a head? Well, not the 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 I guess the internal structure of the jaw. So they sort of cut around the gums. Oh, like if you imagine like, the, like you're getting a jaw out of a shark. Yes, like, like we've all done, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like when you've killed a shark in single yeah. combat, and you're like, "Well, better take that jaw out so, so people remember." Your dentist doing this to hang it up in his yeah, office. yeah, exactly, as a trophy. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> He finally got his white whale. <laughs> this guy, he never came in for, for any checkups or anything, and he's like, well, this will serve you right, mate. <laughs> so you mentioned there that you moved on to trams mm-hmm, after that's that. That's correct, yes. What piqued your interest in trams? Uh, a friend of mine was also a tram driver, oh, okay. and I uh, was like, well, if this idiot can do it, mm. I can do it. Actually, that's not true. He's very competent. He's, he's, <laughs> he's way better than I am at this job. Is it easy to get your trams license? For me, it wasn't. Uh, for, well... It's it it, go, it it depends on I guess what they need at the time. So when I a tram got the, driver, oh, they definitely need a tram driver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if they don't need a tram driver, you are not you are not getting your foot in that door. Um, it's I mean it's you know if you can if you can if you can drive a car, you can drive a tram. The driving is not oh. the issue. Like, but when I when I got the job, basically I applied. I found a job posting. I applied online. Uh, I waited a, about three months past. Then I had to do a group interview. I had to do a couple of one-on-one interviews. And I had to do this interview where like three tram driver veterans were like on the opposite side of the desk and they just yelled hypothetical scenarios at me. And I kind of had to be like, and they were like, well, what would you do? And I'm like, well, this is what I'd do. And I'm like, you know. And then I had to do, I had to do, uh, I had to do a, uh, a, a, like an English language test. I had to do a maths test. I had to do a mechanical reasoning test. I had to do a driving assessment test where you have to get your driver's license again, basically. What? I had to do a defensive driving course, which is kind of weird because there's no driving around cones <laughs> in the tram driving business, but there's a lot of sudden braking, so I kind of get that. I had to do a medical assessment. I had to do a police check. I had to uh, I had to have three years clean record on my driving mm-hmm. license um, and probably some other stuff. But when I got the job, uh, you go to tram school 
And then I met uh, this very mi- uh, nice man named Dave Clark, mm-hmm. uh, who he's passed on since then, but he was the head of uh, Yarra Trams training okay. uh, when I got there. And he'd started out in the 70s as a conductor because you had to start as a tram conductor mm-hmm. and selling the tickets yep. in the 70s. Then you worked your way up to a driver and then, you, then he'd sort of worked his way all the way up and he was like the head of all the training programs and stuff like that. And I met him. He was really nice. And he said that how he got at the job is he moved? He and his family moved to Glen Huntley, which is a suburb in Melbourne where there's a, a a tram depot, and he just went in to the the manager's office and he said, "Do you have any jobs going?" And the guy said, "What seventy cents plus thirty cents?" And he said, "Is it a dollar?" <laughs> and he went, "You can start tomorrow. Just go get a uniform." <laughs> so. Just to be clear, he didn't say it is a dollar. He said, "Is it a dollar?" <laughs> and he didn't even back himself. He asked. He was asked one question. He didn't back himself, and they gave him the job. And then eventually, uh, just enough drivers were sick one day <laughs> that the guy, the manager, was just like, "You want to drive the tram today?" And he went, "All right, great." And then he's then he got the job. So you know, it's varied over the years. It has, yeah. But I understand no, occupational health and safety. You know, you had to go through a lot. That's yeah. a lot of different things. But that makes me feel good when I get on a tram now that everybody's been through that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That whole thing. And do you ever? Have any? Uh, there's a lot of comparison between a rhinoceros on a skateboard, oh, yes. and a tram. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking in the weight. Is that maybe a tram probably a bit heavier than a well, uh, rhino uh, on a big skateboard? Uh, depending on the tram, a tram can weigh somewhere between twenty and forty rhinos. Right. Yeah, I'd say thirty, but there's heavier trams now. So okay, watch yourself on the roads. Yeah. So yeah. you you watching rhino videos or anything like that? There's just never to... been any. No, no there's, there was I mean, never that... any training videos involving actual rhinos. No, <laughs> they should have taken us to the zoo. That's an element they missed out on. They should have taken us to the zoo, to the zoo to the rhino enclosure and been like, "See that? You're driving heaps of those. Don't even, mate. Don't even be careful. All right." Have you had any hairy situations in your tram driving days? I've never been in a collision that everybody hasn't walked away from. Which Let's I, knock on wood. Yeah, there. thank you. Or drive away from rather. So that's that's good. Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh huh. But uh, I mean, like with customers on the tram, like drunk people or just I, Meso fans. I get on a lot the of I get, I've, see fans. I'm always uncomfortable with the term <laughs> fans, but I've I do encounter a number of people who have listened to the podcast, right. which is nice. People say hi, and they which would technically be called a. Fan. Nah, I don't like it. Nah. <laughs> that's a fan, what I'm pointing out right now. Mitsubishi Electric, that is a fan. <laughs> listener, do you call listener. it? Listener. I'd okay. much rather have a listener, yes. Yeah, so they just knock on the perspex and... Yeah, and say hi, yeah. yeah. Are you allowed to talk while you're moving? No. No, ah. I don't do it. So is that awkward? Because you obviously want to talk to your listeners. Oh, I mean, you, I mean the, the rule is in place so people aren't like, excuse me, how do I get to the other side of Victoria mm. right now? And you have to explain... The, the public transport system in its entirety, you know, in, in the span of two minutes. Yeah, but if yeah. somebody wants to be like, hey, how do I get to here? Cool. Yeah, you can, you can say that. Or somebody's like, hey, I listen to the podcast. And I can be like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I've, I've listened as well. <laughs> it's pretty pretty good. Now get back behind the yellow line. Yeah, if you could. I mean, there's, you know, <laughs> rules are rules. Rules are there for a reason. Uh, are you heavy on the dings or do you use the dings sparingly? Uh, do you call them dings or do you call it the bell? Uh, well, the, it's labelled gong. Oh, really? <laughs> it's labelled gong. Okay. I'll show you a photo later. A lot of people like are interested. Gong. I suppose it does sound it's, a bit yeah, like a gong. It depends which one you get. Sometimes, yeah. de- depending, you can get a you can get a very lame bell. Yeah. Sometimes, depending on the tram, so mm. you don't you don't want to get a lame one. I'm people. picturing Red Simon's hitting the gong on. That's what it's a picture of Red Simon's on <laughs> from AA at Saturday. Yeah, he's actually underneath the yeah, bonnet. That's just, right. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you uh-huh. hit it, yeah. well, I mean, what what else is he doing? Since I oh, know he's on he's on ABC Radio, isn't he? Yeah. He does. Yeah, he has done mm. well for himself. I'm um, I am medium on the dings. Yeah, I think I was heavy on the dings initially. Yeah, but you know, it's people in your way. You know, it's 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 not always somebody's fault. That you're there in your way, or you know that sort of thing. But I mean, you, you need enough you need enough gongs to let people know that yeah. they are. Yeah. That, you know. So how many years now have you been driving a tram? I've been driving about six and a half years. All right. Mm. So you, do you get like a gold tram pin or something when you get 10 years under oh, your belt? Maybe back in the day you did. I don't think <laughs> – you get long service leave at 10 years. Yeah. Do you get so, to choose the line you take? You uh, when you When you start the job, there's a number of depots and you basically you pick your top – your top four where you'd like to work mm-hmm. and they try to accommodate you. And okay. at the time, I didn't know. Like, I don't think any of them were, were anywhere near where I lived. So, yeah. I just picked four at random and I got one actually close to where we're recording right now. So, Excellent. And I've never moved from there because it's really good. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the retirement home because when people move there, they never move out. Okay. So, so you're there for the next 40 odd years? Maybe, then? yeah. Perfect. Oh, 40 years. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You've really put it into perspective just now. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh no! If someone gets on, yes, and 
if you don't know Melbourne trams, similar to most public transport around the world, you need to touch on with your card, whatever it may yep, be called. Uh-huh. In Melbourne, it's called a Mikey. You touch on to get on, unless you're inside the free tram zone, That's of course. That's correct, yes. <laughs> but you touch on, uh-huh. makes a beep, and then when you get off, you touch off your card. If somebody doesn't do that and you can see them in the revision mirror, have you ever said anything or do you just let the tram cops take care well, of that? Well, just to, just to clarify, you do not have to touch off. With your mic. Sorry. That's quite all right. <laughs> it's a real point of contention amongst okay. tram drivers. And, Did you and used to have to be t- have to touch off? I don't think so. Okay. If, you're t- if your entire trip is in within zone two, you can touch off. But if oh, okay. any part of your journey is in zone one, you do not have to touch well, off. All this other stuff you have yeah, to learn. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? It's it's simultaneously really simple but also maddeningly too complicated. <laughs> it's just they need to simplify it somehow. But in doing so, there'll be – Hundreds of thousands of people who only remember the old way mm-hmm. and then won't be able to switch over. So, right. Uh, I didn't say anything. They didn't say anything? No, nah, just, just. Do you know who the tram cops are when they get on? Oh, yeah, they? for sure. Okay. Although occasionally they'll pair because it's, it's, and there's, a, there's, there's so much stand-up in Melbourne about tram cops, I feel, and about <laughs> yeah. how very, how really obvious undercover tram cops yeah. are. I don't know any of them personally, but it's you know it's it's generally four people of very obviously different age groups and ba- and and backgrounds yeah. and 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 what have you who who have teamed up for no who are just a, a, yeah. a you know a, a a bridge club or what have you yeah and are definitely wearing tracksuits that they don't normally and they're always wear. wearing a little bum bag and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and and those those cargo pants that zip off into shorts yeah. you know what uh, makes me laugh is i reckon 80% of them that i've seen on tram you can see the um the beaded like the necklace they have that that holds the their prayer beads, yeah, the, sure. That holds <laughs> that holds their oh, their little lanyard, the badge, the, yeah, the badge. exactly. You can yeah. see it around their neck. Yeah, for sure, like, absolutely. Not. Well, oftentimes I will just I'll be driving to a stop and I'll see a group of four people and I'll just wave to them straight away, like, "Hey guys!" <laughs> and then I'm like, then it's only you know, fifty meters up where I'm like, "Oh yeah, they are tram cops." It's just it's so obvious that I'm like, but from time to time they'll pair up like. For like the, a while back, I saw like four really cool guys, and they mm-hmm. were all in like skinny jeans oh. and like and like cool sunnies or whatever. And then they, and I'm like, where are these guys <laughs> off to? Are they off to probably off to a Sunday session, at a bloody Northgate Northgate uh, pub or something like that. And then they all got on and started checking tickets, and I'm like, oh, they got me! Wow, the first time ever yeah, they got that's me. Great. That's what they should do. It's like uh, police driving really nice cars. Undercover. Yeah, right. It's How tricky. Where do they get them? Mm. You know? Now I've I've known you for a while. Yeah. Right. We've known each other for a number of you years. You gave me my first big break in comedy. <laughs> uh, before you were dro- driving trams or doing podcasts, I'd often see you at live stand-up shows around Melbourne. Yes. Uh, we met through that. Did you ever contemplate doing stand-up? Not at all. Not, Not at all. A second. No. You I just don't. enjoyed watching it. I don't care for anything. Anything live. <laughs> I don't. I don't write jokes. I don't. Uh, I don't like people looking at me for the most part. So no, I don't think so. Right. And I mean, and you know, and I think a lot of people will say, "Well, you don't know until you get up there, and, and mm. maybe you'll have a different feeling." But I think I've done enough. I've been. I've been coerced into enough live uh, podcasts and live bits and pieces where I'm like, I think I'd know at this point. Okay. I think I'd be <laughs> like, yeah, this is this is the life for me, but it's not. Yeah. It's not. That being said, though, I do. I will often be asked to do. Often, I will sometimes be asked to do <laughs> do a, a you know a live event or a, or a new thing or play a character in a in a Dungeons and Dragons based show yeah. or something like that, and I and I will sweat about it for weeks. And then as soon as it's done, I'm like, I'd do that again. You want to do another yeah. one? Let's do another one yeah. right now, kind of thing. So who knows? But stand up is not for me. I don't. think. Right. I just like to watch the professionals do their thing. <laughs> you mentioned Big Break. And also getting asked to do parts in different oh, yes. things. Uh-huh. Um, in 2013. So what a segue. That was very good. That was good. <laughs> in 2013, early 2013, I made a short film did. called Turkey Neck, which you had a three second part in uh-huh. where you had to say the line, someone call an ambulance. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Which you nailed. Thank you. Um, now, you've, I, I just want to thank you. You've obviously mentioned it on your podcast I did, yes. at some point uh-huh. because my. Views yep. went from roughly fifteen hundred to over ten thousand wow, in a short amount wow. of time. Well, it's it's a good it's a good short. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I don't know if everybody was watching it for that reason. I think they'll definitely <laughs> going off the comments that the fifty odd comments that are on there. Oh, yes. Forty nine of them mention your name. Oh, really? Uh, okay. I've written a couple down. One said, "When's Mason getting his spin off?" Yep. Good question. Maybe I could just. 
I could just travel around asking people to be called an ambulance, you know? <laughs> it would be great if you were top cast as that guy. Yeah, and right. Hollywood films is the call the just some sort of there's an alien invasion in the the, <laughs> the the light the laser shoots down and blows up the Empire State Building and I'm just at the bottom of the rubble going call this guy an ambulance. <laughs> the other one was Nicholas Nicholas Mason. Mm-hmm. I'm ne- listening. Needs needs an Oscar for that. Huh? Grab that gem. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Both. I, I'm guessing Nicholas Nicholas. No, that's 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 improv. Oh, is it? <laughs> that's uh, nobody calls me that. Oh, maybe it's been look. <laughs> Look, if you got a if you got a sick name like mine, you know it's gonna it's gonna inspire some people. But yeah. no, uh, yeah, maybe that's been mentioned a couple of times. But that last bit is a is a catchphrase of sorts yeah. from the show, right? Yeah. From the podcast, grab that yeah. gem. Yeah. yeah, and this podcast we speak of is the podcast you started in late two thousand and thirteen. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, hugely popular podcast around the world called the Weekly Planet. A podcast that covers all things movies, mm-hmm. TV shows, and comics. Yes. How did this come about? How did the the idea for the podcast come around? Uh, Well, so uh, James, who's the other half of the podcast, and myself, have always been sort of super keen on that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And just for a really long time, we would just, we'd see a terrible movie and then we'd just walk around the neighbourhood like late at night and just talk about it and make fun of it (laughs) and just be silly kind of thing. And then I think... And and that was just something we really enjoyed to do for no audience mm-hmm. or just whoever was walking past, I guess. Uh, and then, you know, adults' responsibilities sort of push people apart a little bit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think we were like, okay, we should we should make some time to do this. We'll, we'll make a definitive time to do this. And at the time, James was uh, making some videos for a website called comicbookmovie.com okay. where he would sort of maybe summarise the – the nerd news of that week, mm-hmm. or he'd review a movie or something like that, and they said to him, "Do you want to do a podcast? Maybe the official podcast of this of this website?" And he said yes. And then he came to me and said, "Do you want to do this do you podcast together?" And we're like, "Yes, absolutely." Great. So that then, suits so, you. You're behind the mic. You don't have to be live. Don't have can, to be live. Can, <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. We can edit out anything embarrassing, <laughs> although we rarely do. It's mostly <laughs> embarrassing. Uh, and yeah, and, and it was just this excuse to talk to to talk to each other, have a, have fun, do what we were going to be doing anyway. Mm but see if anybody else sort of would enjoy that as well. So, yeah. Mm. And are you amazed by how crazy it's gone? Yes. Or did you think at the start, if we get this right, it could be big? Uh, no. In fact, we didn't mention it to anybody for the first. <laughs> we didn't mention it at all for a really long time. We Initially, I think we said we'll put out four because it comes out once a week. We'll put out four and if it gets maybe a 1,000 downloads collectively, we'll mm-hmm. keep going. Okay. And if it doesn't, we'll just quietly put it to pasture mm. and never mention it to anybody. Because I, th- I also think because, you know, we know a lot of people who put out podcasts mm. and it's often like, you know, they'll, they'll put it up on Facebook and they'll put it up on Twitter and they'll put it up and be like, hey, everybody, you know, listen to this and here's my podcast and then they do 10 episodes and it disappears. Yes. And I, w- I, I just didn't want to be in the position where people, you know, a year later were like, hey, didn't you do, didn't you do a podcast <laughs> for a bit? And I'd be like, oh, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. So I think we were just like, we'll put it out quietly, we'll put it up and we'll – We'll put it up on this website. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll put up a notification on comicbookmovie.com yep. sort of over the weekend where things are quiet. Hollywood's pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of news happening and it'll stay up on the front page for a little bit and just to see if it, you know anybody listens. And I think we got we, – we said uh, if it gets 1,000, we'll keep going. I think maybe we got 1,200 for the first Great. four or something like that. And we're like, all right, we'll – We'll keep it going, but this is definitely going to – we're going to fall on our faces. This is, <laughs> is d- going to dribble away very quickly, but then it didn't, which is very surprising to us. Was there a hole in the market for that type of podcast at the time? I think maybe there was a hole in the market for – and this – I mean, this – we have no idea. Mm. Uh, but my guess is that there was maybe a hole in the market for nerds talking about pop culture-y, superhero-y stuff, yeah. but who weren't precious about it. Okay. Because we, like, a lot of, a lot of I think, nerds talking about stuff on the internet is, oh, there's there's a new Captain America movie coming out and they've changed his helmet mm. and I'm, it's it looks ridiculous and I hate it and this movie's going to suck. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is the, the worst decision they've ever made and, of course, Marvel's ruined everything, yeah. ever, you know, all over again kind of thing. And I think we were all like a lot of conversations where it's two people correcting each other over – over very minute details and things like that, and I think we we were not like, and you don't do that in a conversation. Yeah, like I wouldn't I wouldn't 
correct. I wouldn't have be having a chat with somebody over a movie and correct the name of the actor or correct <laughs> a little detail about a little you know thing in the movie or whatever. I just, yeah. the conversation just keeps rolling, and I think I li- I like to think that that's what the podcast feels like. It's two people having a conversation, and we don't get every fact right. We don't mm. get every tiny little detail correct, but I think we just have a fun time, and yeah. that's that's what we were doing. And and did you feel yourself over time just becoming more and more comfortable behind the mic? You're like you're kind of like a character now. Yeah, to I guess listeners. It, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I th- but I initially I sweated a lot. <laughs> Again, and despite the fact that it's a podcast and you can edit anything you want, or, or you can just say, "I didn't like that." Let's do the whole thing again, or let's yeah. not release this, or whatever. You know, there's there's no pressure, especially starting out. Nobody's listening, so mm. there's no pressure to to even put one out. Mm. But I just I would I would we'd push stop, and I'd be like, oh, "I've sweated all the way through this shit," yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that that this that's the good sign that it disappeared. I think as I stopped sweating. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to Taking It Easy with Daniel Connell. Hey, before we go back to the podcast, I want to tell you about someone. That someone is Melbourne-based photographer Nicole Reed, one of the most sought-after photographers going around. Nicole has taken photos for all sorts of people. Comedians like Peter Hellier and Anne Edmonds, musical acts like the Hilltop Hoods, and sports stars like Buddy Franklin. If you want to see how great her work is, I suggest you head over to her Instagram page. It's Nicole Reed Photographer. While you're at it, you may as well jump on her website, which is www.nicolereed.photography. Get in contact and book in a shoot today. Now let's get back to the podcast. So, and then you, after you did that first four, you started to release a few more i remember this is probably a year ago or more i knew, I knew you did a podcast uh-huh. and i think it was when you must have mentioned the short film all oh, right yeah and, uh-huh. and just how many views the podcast um, my youtube clip went up by just yeah, right. from you mentioning it on the podcast and speaking to people and saying oh yeah most <laughs> podcast is listened to by the most out of all the comics and people in the industry that do podcasts he probably has more listeners than everyone combined. Yeah, wow, okay, <laughs> like, But yeah. you were kind of like just, I would see you and I didn't know. Well, see, that's the you, thing. I didn't want to. Yeah. That, that just kept, well, in the, this idea of like, well, people will probably stop listening, so we won't mention it. Okay. It just, it just <laughs> continued forever because it seemed silly to be like, oh, yeah, I also have a podcast and I've been doing it for 100 episodes <laughs> and I've just never mentioned it. It's like if you've ever been at a party and you haven't said anything for a while and it mm. gets weirder and weirder. Yeah, to, yeah. Well, I better say, this better be good, this one thing I say because I haven't said anything for an hour. Here we go. Oh, can't say it. Yeah. It kind of got like that. I'm like, well, I haven't mentioned it. It'd be weird to say. And it'd also be weird to be like, I've done 100 episodes and I haven't invited anybody to be honest kind of thing. So, uh, How many movies are you watching a year as a result. You, is it one a week you review? Not necessarily. Sometimes we will we, – we, ideally we try to do a mix of maybe one week we'll review a movie, mm-hmm. maybe next week we will talk about the top ten action sequences in okay. superhero movies or something like that. Because, yeah. I mean, the, the difficulty is that uh, if, if a big blockbuster movie comes out, uh, not ne- – you know – People aren't necessarily going to all see it at the same time, and movies are really expensive. So maybe people aren't mm. going to see it opening weekend. They might wait till it's you know at a, at a cheaper cinema, or it might be you know wait wait till cheap Tuesday or something like that. So yeah. we don't want to be like, hey guys, we're reviewing the latest movie, and it's only at IMAX, and it's thirty five bucks, and you have to, you know, and yeah. you, you can't listen to this podcast unless you've watched yeah. this really expensive movie. So we try to be like, okay, this week we'll review a movie. This week, hey, remember all those old movies you've already seen? Well. We'll talk. We're going to talk about that yeah. kind of thing. Or like, here's some movies that are free on Netflix. Let's, do, you know, a few weeks ago because there's a new there's a new Rocky movie coming out, Creed two. Mm-hmm. We we went okay. We're going to watch Rocky one and two, which are pretty much free everywhere. If you yeah. can just you can just get them off the internet. They're on all the streaming services, kind of thing. So you yeah. can just you know we say in advance, hey, we're going to watch them, and people will watch them with us, kind of yeah. thing. And then we'll talk about them. We we all kind of talk about them together. Me and James and all the listeners, we kind of like mm. get in there and be like, how good's that scene where he. He punches the meat. You know? yeah. How good's that scene where he walks past the cow, the, the dead cow, and he goes moo? Yeah. You know, how good's that? Both great scenes in cinematic history. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've been a movie fan for a long time, for sure, and TV show and comic book. But with movies, are you watching? Are you, are you a different watcher now that you are reviewing them? Do you find yourself 
picking out things that you maybe wouldn't have picked out years ago? Like you, you're looking for things uh, now because you want to talk about it on the podcast? Having listened to, say, movie podcasts that are more technical than ours, that mm. have more, or that, or with with uh, hosts that are more, uh, that have a greater appreciation for movies, I think, than I do. I think it, I try now to to think about things other than just the plot and the characters. I'll try to, you know, talk about cinematography or, or lighting or, yeah, yeah. or maybe even like the score, which is something that I generally don't, I don't notice unless it's bad. Mm. So there are some things that I go into and I have to think, okay, well, I have to, I, ha- I have to pay attention to this sort of stuff, you yeah. know? So, but otherwise, I don't know. It's just, it's just, I'm definitely a layman in terms of just, <laughs> I get in there and I'm like, did I like this one? Yeah. I like the main guy. Yeah. He was yeah. cool. Yeah. He's pretty good. And do you, after you've released an episode, do you get much feedback from listeners that maybe disagree with you or, you know, because uh, <laughs> as you were saying before, you know, people who are into movies and comic books and things can have their strong that, opinion. That's true. Yeah. Um, I think most people, I guess especially with podcasting, you kind of find your own audience and you find mm-hmm. people who have very similar tastes, I guess, and values to yourself. And so I think a, a lot of – there's an occasional one where I'm like, I love this terrible, stupid blockbuster kind of thing. And people are like, what are you – you're an idiot. Why do you like – what do you – this was so dumb for so many ways. But I think that that is often the case with a lot of these big – you know, I think there was the there was a recent Fantastic Beast. There was a Harry Potter, mm. one of those Harry Potter spin-off movies, and I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. But a lot of people who are very much into the lore of Harry Potter <laughs> were like, "No, this is bad for so many, <laughs> so many reasons." And here they are. They were always very polite about it, but they're yeah. like, "Here's all the reasons you're you're absolutely wrong, wrong. Phil, for liking <laughs> yeah. this." But again, I'm not. I'm because I don't know any of those that that deep backstory of those characters. I'm like, yeah. no, I like when he shot the he used his wand and he shot the dragon with the wand, and this is fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, but that also creates a good dynamic between you and the yeah, listeners sure. as well. Yeah, like yeah. They can give uh-huh. feedback, and you can bounce exactly. Off that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what is the best film you've ever seen? I'm very curious oh, to wow. know. Mesa's favorite film of all time. Oh my goodness, man! What's your favorite film of all time? My favorite film of all time. Oh, he's got Pro- one ready. Probably. <laughs> Probably, look, it's it's cl- like Forrest Gump is awesome. Yeah, right. Uh huh. And Shawshank Redemption is awesome. I had a feeling you were going to say Shawshank. But Redemption. everybody says them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what's like a sneaky one that I really like? This this is kind of <laughs> I really like the Last Boy Scout with Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, Bruce, and one of the Wayans <laughs> yeah, brothers is in that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that, like I used to have that on tape. Yeah. And, uh-huh. On sick days at school. Yeah. I would watch that. So yeah. I have a soft spot for the last Boy Scout. That's, yeah, well, it's often something like that. It's a yeah, and can it can often be something that is objectively terrible. Yeah, yeah. But you're like, no, man, it was so good. Remember yeah. that scene with the thing, or the you know, even the like, there maybe there's a line in it. There's a super cool line, and you're yeah. like, man, I remember that. That formed my whole yeah. my whole adolescence was like, and when Damon Wayne said, or yeah. you know, whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, I think maybe my top in my top two is probably, and they're both Dan Aykroyd movies, but mm-hmm. Ghostbusters and oh, Blues Brothers. I great. think are both. Just both great films. Just fun. definitely in my top twenty. Both. Those yeah, films. they're yeah. they're just. And I don't know what it, it's. I don't know. It's a combination of just the they're fun and they're funny and they're just grimy and yeah. I don't know. It's just something about him. I don't know why it's both Dan Aykroyd. He's he's good in them both, but I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like I'm a rabid Dan Aykroyd fan. I have to see every Dan Aykroyd thing. It's just he just happens to be in. And you know, he. I guess he wrote both of them, so maybe mm. I'm I'm a fan of his writing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Blues Brothers. I, I can still watch Ghostbusters, but I feel like it pops up every year around Christmas actually, and it's a real. Family, a lot of families watch it together. Yeah, Blues right. Brothers. It's a very, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, nostalgic for a lot of people. For sure, yeah. Uh, what about worst? My worst is Ghost Rider, that Nicolas Cage. All oh, right, it's the only film I've ever walked out of the cinema. I've I've never walked out of a movie. I've never walked out of a movie at cinema, and it was it's only recently that I've. It was only a few years ago that I discovered I could turn something off. <laughs> like I'd, 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 you know, this is back when you'd rented DVDs. It was, uh, it was only a few years ago where I was like. I don't have to watch this. This is terrible. I'm never going to have a conversation about this movie with anybody because it's so terrible and I can switch it off. Um, I Yeah, that first Ghost Rider is a rough watch. There's a sequel to that, uh, which I quite enjoy. Oh, really? It's got Idris Elba in it, yeah. uh, uh, among other things, and, and at one point Ghost Rider pees fire. 
<laughs> so it's pretty pretty good. Uh, I don't know if I can bring myself to watch it. No, you don't have to. See, that's the thing. You can choose not to, and the world the world would not change one little bit. Oh, worst movie I've ever seen. In terms of superhero movies, mm-hmm. which is a big focus for me. I don't know. See, the the, the podcast was kind of start the 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 podcast we do was kind of started around the time that they were making the movie Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. which we were so hyped about. Like in, t- in, ter- in terms of how excited we, James and I, and, and so many other people were excited to see this movie and how it actually turned out. Mm. Like that, in, terms of, in terms of that sharp left turn, I think that <laughs> may be the worst movie I've okay, ever seen. Yeah. It's not objectively terrible. There are some good solid action sequences in it. But like as a kid, like watching or, or reading stories where it was comic book stories where Batman teamed up with Superman and they were the mm. world's finest superhero team and yeah. just this great dynamic between these two characters who like maybe they don't always get along but they're you know they're they are the best of friends as well and you know they they're they're teaming up for the greater good and just this this horrible movie where they hate each other and <laughs> they're just trying to murder each other for a whole movie. It was very strange and we did you find yourself yelling at the the screen. This, no, this shouldn't be like this. <laughs> oh, no. I, I remember coming out of it and just going, "Hmm." Like I, it, it took a few days for it to settle in, and I just came out of it and went, "Huh, that was different." Mm. And then after, then I'm like, "Wait a minute, everything about that was bad." So, have you watched it again since? Yeah, we did a commentary. We did a, a, a talkie over it commentary mm-hmm. with the extended. I think maybe the extended version. Yeah, which is no better. It's, <laughs> But with the benefit of hindsight, look again. Yeah, some of the action is fun. I think the actors in it are, are like they 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 look the part certainly, and and the actors they do the best with what they've been given. But right it is it is for for a movie about like these two amazing characters who have been on these amazing adventures for seventy years, seventy five mm. years. Just this this dreary. Ugh. Anyway, mm. yeah. Now you mentioned and probably some art movie. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know some some movie that makes me seem smart. I don't know. I can think of one. Give me an hour and I'll think of one. But not now. Call me later yeah. and I'll just add it in. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the the idea of live. You know, performing live yep. doesn't mm-hmm. sit great with you, but you have done live shows. A couple, yeah, yeah. And do you plan to do more in the future? We do. Yeah, we'd like to tour. Yeah, we'd like to do because it is fun. Like again, it's it's something that I. Don't want to do, <laughs> just I straight up don't want to do it, and I'll sweat about it. I'll sweat through my shirt, and then I'll do it, and I'm like, and then I meet everybody who's you know, and it and it's always it's always the thought of like, oh, what if nobody likes me? Like, mm. What if nobody? Th- what if what if we? I just clam up and I don't say anything mm. funny or what have you. But then afterwards, I'm like, oh, that's right. People came specifically to see me and say yeah. hello, yeah, and 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 have a chat and whatever. And I and we meet everybody afterwards, and it's always great and everybody's cool kind of thing. So we would we definitely want to do some more stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think it's all in your head. Yeah, thank you. I, like I, I knew you before the podcast, yeah. and you were fine to have a chat with you. Yeah, thank a, a you. good chatty guy. Yeah. yeah. I, Look, you're the one on the couch, but I'm the one being psychoanalyzed, <laughs> and and you're. Right, it is all in my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. we'd like, yeah, we'd like to, we'd like to tour probably the UK and the US, excellent, and, yeah. and maybe do some and do some more live stuff in Melbourne, certainly, or even even Sydney. Mm. I'll even go to Sydney. Would you try and get to San Fran where the trams are, and you could maybe do a crossover? Oh, what a- drive a tram for a week and do a live <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't, make it a working holiday. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? What a what a thrill that would be though being yeah. able to. Well, I've been on those trams. I've been on those trams back in the day when I was a kid before. Oh, right. Before I was a tram driver. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe that's that, where I got the bug. Maybe the sea. Yeah, maybe yeah. planted the sea. That's true. Um, but that would be cool to be able to travel the world yes. doing your podcast yeah. live mm. and, and from iTunes and uh, listeners. You can tell you've got fans in those parts yeah, of the world. Yeah, you can. T- you can. The the breakdown's really specific. Mm. You can go. You can go country. You can go city. Yeah, you can probably even do like for some big cities, you can probably be like east side and west side of the city, you know. So, is there any particular countries that surprise you, like any Iceland or anywhere like that that you've got a bit of a listenership? I think what what surprises me often more is there. Sometimes you'll just because we've been doing this for a really long time. Sometimes you'll just see like one download Mm -hmm. from some. It'll be somewhere in Southeast Asia or something like that, and it's just one download, and it's always been one download. (laughs) And it's clearly just one guy who just went, 
give this a try. Yeah. Nah, actually, no, never again. Now that I <laughs> now that I think about it, uh, I don't really look at the breakdown so much anymore. But it's always been surprising to me that there's a lot of that most of our listeners are in America. Mm. It's we we would have thought Australian. You know, we're from Australia. It'd mostly be Australians, mm-hmm. but uh, yes, yeah, US and UK. I think it's mostly the accent. Okay. I think people like fast. They talk about the stuff we like, but mm. in a weird, in a weird <laughs> voice. You know. Both great uh, areas to have. Yeah, a lot for of sure. In. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Now I did some uh, research on you. I already knew quite a bit about you, but uh-huh. I thought I'll go online and I'll just see if I can find out things I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I found. Uh, uh, sort of a bio of you with something. It looked like it, most of it was false. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. If it's on the Weekly Planet wiki, that is all made up. Yeah, yes. Right, yep. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm also not the drummer for Pink Floyd. That's the other <laughs> Nick Mason. That's the yeah. way more famous Nick Mason. <laughs> I saw him pop up as well. Yeah. Uh, so you're not. I was hoping this would be true. So you're not a karate instructor. In I'm not a karate instructor. No. Damn it. <laughs> I I, it kind of wouldn't have surprised me to be honest. Like you, yeah, right. You, you mystery. I'm alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm wiry. I've got a spring to my yeah, step. Yeah. Uh, I think once on the show we mentioned that we, I think we had to cut an episode short once, and we said that we both had to we had to both go to different karate tournaments <laughs> on opposite sides of town. I think and so we had to leave early, and I think a lot of people tweeted at us and, and emailed in. Are you really? Karate instructors, <laughs> is that why? And we're like, no, nah, no. Nah. I did jujitsu for about two months, but that didn't. Mm, uh, I did too. Yeah. Yeah. And then my sister became my teacher. Oh, right. And I was not having that at all. Right. She was a black belt and I said, no, thank you. Right. Because you you've done a bit in stand-up about yeah. your sister. Being, <laughs> has she done more than that one martial art? Has she done a whole bunch nah, of jujitsu? Nah, she just, just did jiu-jitsu? that. Wow, yeah, okay. and she travelled around everywhere. Yeah, right. With the black belt. and uh-huh. Yeah, she was really good. Was, yeah, they right. used to do like live... Displays oh, at school things. Yeah, right. and, yeah, it was cool having this wow. older sister that was kicking everybody's yeah, I butt. Bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But she a, also kicked my butt as well. Well, for sure. Yeah, great. I mean, yeah, that's mm. yeah. There's there's a there's a very basic uh, move in in jujitsu called the Gramby, which is like a sort of a forward or reverse tumble, yeah. and I could never quite get the hang of it. And that's like <laughs> that, that. And that was the opening. That was the opening lesson. It was like do this, and then. Clearly, I wasn't getting it, so I was like, "Let's move on to something else. Let's try a completely different thing." So, I don't know if I could if, give me give me six months of just doing that, yeah. and I'll and I'll with a very patient teacher. And if I eventually nail that, I think maybe I could really go somewhere with that jujitsu stuff. But until then, nah. We've talked about your reluctance to perform live, but mm-hmm. the podcast is going so well. You're going to tour live shows. Have you? Or James got aspirations for TV to oh, move it to, to TV platform because there is a market there for that's true, yeah. Movie, TV show, comic reviews. I don't know. I think we both have a well. No, I have a face for for podcasting. I think. So <laughs> no, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe. I think. I think it would be a case of we'd re- we'd have to we'd have to get a bit more proactive than we currently do i mm. think so maybe that's something for the future i'm not yeah. i'm not sure but i also i'm not sure because podcasting i feel is a medium that i feel most comfortable yes. in yeah. because it is the loosest and it's there's no there's no ex- expectations about you have to okay we're going to do a 5 minute segment on this and then it's done and then we segue to this other thing and there's mm-hmm. a 5 minutes on this and then it's then it's kind of wrapped up yeah. i remember being a huge fan of like late night with conan o'brien back in the mm-hmm. day which was this you know it's a you know it's a it was a late night talk show but it was so silly and was kind of loose and, yeah. and what have you and since getting into podcasting i've gone back to you know I'll, I'll watch a tonight show or something like that from time to time and i always feel like man i i always feel this really rigid structure to it mm. i'm always like oh, okay well they've got to get out the anecdote about their dog and the anecdote about their yeah. pranks on set and then they're going to plug their movie and then that's the end of the the segment yeah. and i'm kind of like well i maybe they want to talk about sandwiches for 20 minutes <laughs> and make that funny or whatever you know they, they i feel i enjoy the freedom of podcasting more than more than yeah. anything i think so well have you thought about just filming the podcast we are going to do that yeah okay we, we're going to we we're, we're building a studio of sorts excellent so out in the out in the back garage so yeah. Because people that are f- listeners, not mm-hmm. fans, listeners. <laughs> Thank you. Like I will to- never have a fan. <laughs> never. Uh, yeah, you like to um, connect with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you yeah. like to see them and uh-huh. um, yeah, meet them. So yeah, it'd be good. To, I think people 
Maybe some people don't know what your face looks like. That, That's true, that yeah. listen to the thing, yeah. so it's good to see you. I always like to see an artist's impression of me from someone who's never <laughs> seen me before. I always think that's fun. Uh, what kind of weird googly eyes they put on me. It's great. <laughs> They're very googly for anybody who doesn't know what I look like. In a karate uniform. Yeah, that's exactly right, mm. yeah. <laughs> well, you gotta, you got to watch out for attackers on all sides, you know. Yeah. In those googly eyes. Uh, and if the like – you're driving trams at the moment. Mm-hmm. You are uh, not right now. Obviously, you're doing the podcast. That's right. <laughs> you, <laughs> no, no, we're on a tram right now. <laughs> ding, ding, look Get out! out uh, will you continue to drive trams no matter how big the pod gets? Gosh, that is a, that's a big that's a big question. I think the the podcast would have to get so big. Mm. The podcast would have to get so big that I could pay off my mortgage in one go, <laughs> kind of thing. I, I because it's uh, tram driving is a job that. Uh, if you leave it, it's quite difficult to get back in mm. because they can just they just get another guy off the assembly line and, yeah, sort of, okay. and sort of bring him back in. And it would also be quite difficult to explain to my parents, I think. You know, <laughs> look, I'm a grown adult, but at the same time, I don't want to have to be like, hey, mum and dad, you know that job that I could have kept for 40 years? <laughs> I packed it in to do a fake radio show <laughs> and it didn't work out, so uh, can I borrow some money? Yeah, right. So, um, my, look, my, look the, the door is always open, but I think... Mm. I'm I'm very hesitant to take that jump. Mm. I very I very much respect comedians who are like I had this job and comedy was going pretty well so I so I quit everything and I just mm. pursued stand up full time for a year and and some things happen and now I'm now I'm doing it for real yeah. kind of thing. When you take your live podcast to America, yep. You might need 4 or 6 weeks if you built up enough. Do I have leave? enough leave? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, you can sure. balance both of them uh-huh. and still take your. Lo- yeah, yeah and then sure. ten years you get long service, don't you? Mm. So maybe you can do a world tour there. You can do a world tour. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I like the idea of also a, a pod on the tram. Uh huh. You know, get someone else to drive, obviously, yeah, but get sure. all your fans on there. Oh uh-huh, yeah, right. Sorry, your listeners on there. Thank you. Yep. And do a live as you cruise through the streets yeah, maybe. of Melbourne. I think it's been attempted. I think comedy on a tram has been attempted a couple of times. Has it? Yeah. Comedy's been attempted on most things. Most things <laughs> yeah. That's true, yeah. Planes, trams, yeah, right, trains. Yeah. I think they attempted it once and they tied they tied the comedian mic into the the uh, tram PA. Okay. Which and this was a few years ago when they weren't quite as good as they are now. Yeah. It was kind of that when if you've ever been on a piece of public transport and the driver's like and <laughs> and then and it was comedy through that. Oh my god! So it sounds. And then trying to get over the dings. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, then when yeah. the brakes get hit heavily yeah, and all that. For sure. sa- oh, the sand. The sand as yes. well. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to ask you about the sand. It's too late. No, you can ask. <laughs> Quickly before we wrap it up, let's get I trams. If you've ever been on a tram, you see a thin perspex clear strip near the, one of the front seats. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. It's just full of sand, yeah. right? I know what it's for now because mm. I think I asked you yes. <laughs> four years ago uh-huh. when we started. Yep. But it is – is it in the really new ones as well? It's in all of them, yeah. Right. It's, so it's old I'm school technology that, yeah, that I'm works. Yeah, so. technology hasn't changed. Yeah, right. So this is to so, – So trams have a whole bunch of braking systems for mm-hmm. safety purposes. They've got just regular brakes – and they've got uh, disc brakes that lock on when the tram stops, so mm-hmm. it won't just roll away. And it's got emergency brakes, but it's also got as a sort of a, a secondary braking system. It has sand mm-hmm. to so. And basically, what happens is uh, you're driving along, uh, you hit the brakes. Maybe it's a little the road's a little slick, mm-hmm. and you want to you want to increase the traction on the road. Uh, you hit the sand button. Yeah. The, there are sand pipes in front of all the wheels, and the sand comes out in front of the wheels. And as the tram as the wheels roll over the the sand, the crushing of the sand increases the traction. Excellent. So that that slows the tram down. Have you used the sand? Oh, yeah. Love it. <laughs> I think they say in the manual, use it sparingly, treat it like gold. <laughs> nah, nah, I'll do it. I'm sanding all the time. Can't stop me. Uh, I love that idea for a uh, – first of all, I love we're getting towards the end of this podcast and we're going to pretty much end on a tram fact. Yes. Right. But I love that idea. Say you're like a beach sprinter, like an athlete yep. beach uh-huh. sprinter and uh-huh. – you wanted to run on grass, yep. but you weren't as fast. Uh-huh. But you could set a couple of those pipes maybe on your thighs. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And then release. Uh-huh. Yeah. When, you t- when the gun goes to start the race, you just, just start releasing <laughs> sand. Yeah. And off you go. And that leaves a, that leaves a, like a cloud of sand in your wake as well. So all your <laughs> opponents, they are gonna, they're going to have a tough time following that. <laughs> They'll never catch up. <laughs> 
Right. So, tw- 2019 plans for the podcast? Just keep doing... Keep doing what we're doing. I think we're going to do a tour. I think we're going to go international. Great. So, it's either going to be the US or the UK. Oh, that's exciting. Depending on what visas will clear. <laughs> I should get my passport renewed. I haven't done that. I should do that ASAP. <laughs> and when do you think that will be announced? Ooh, start start of the year. Start, let's say start yeah. of 2019. That's let's, exciting. Let's put our foot down and say then. And will you be doing any live shows at festivals around Australia in the new year? That is also a good question. Uh, we did one. Uh, we did one this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> friend of the show, Carl Chandler, uh, yeah. uh, asked us if we want to do a, a spot at his at one of his venues, the European Beer Cafe. We did that. That was a lot of fun. So yeah. maybe we'll do it again. Yeah, great. We haven't registered anything. No, because <laughs> we're not. We're not uh, business-minded like that. <laughs> but if a slot opens up, absolutely we'll do one, yeah. Well, I think with your listeners, you could probably just let them know a couple of weeks before and see what happens, yeah. Fill I out a 120-seat so, yeah. venue, yeah, no right. worries. And plugs? Who, what would you like to plug before we wrap it up? Uh, you know what? Uh, you should go if, – if you listen to this, if you, if you, uh, if you like uh, this podcast, you should go to planetbroadcasting.com, mm-hmm. which is uh, our podcast network where yes. we have a whole bunch of uh, great podcasts, I think, which is basically uh, – it's it's – it started because it's a lot of podcasts that I listen to that are like, these guys are really funny or they're really interesting. Uh, I think more people should listen to them and we should use our platform to say, this is great. If you like us, you'll like these guys more probably because they are funnier <laughs> and more interesting and they know more things. So there's there's podcasts about uh, uh, interesting people and interesting events and there's podcasts yep. about comic books and there's podcasts about movies and there's all sorts of stuff. Computer so. games? Ah, uh, yeah, from time to time, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was started by James, wasn't it? And, and you. Yeah. And, and Claire, Claire, who's James's wife. Wife, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Great. Yeah, so. And obviously your podcast is the Weekly, Weekly, Weekly Planet, Planet, so yeah, go check uh-huh. that out. And yeah. you're on Instagram? I'm Instagram. It's uh, Just look up Nick Mason. I'll be there yeah, somewhere. There he is. Yeah. yeah. Probably the first one that comes up. Maybe. Let's you, I reckon, you, do you have more Instagram followers than the Other than Mason. Well, let's find I out. I reckon you might. This uh, maybe, well, look, a bit I, more. I th- maybe he doesn't even have Instagram. I Googled your name and it did come up drummer. Yes. But then you were third. Oh, okay. Yeah, like you've, wow. you, you, I think you're only 12 months away from overtaking cool. old mate. All right, let's see. Let's see what happens. And, tw- <laughs> and Twitter? Uh, Twitter, I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter, which yeah. is an old encyclopedia brown joke that nobody yeah. gets anymore. <laughs> And you've got like 40,000 followers on Twitter. Oh, it wouldn't be that much, but... uh, Twitter? uh, I think it is, mate, because I think I checked it. All right, right, then. All right, well, that's pretty good. I'm doing all right. I don't don't think Nick Mason Drums is on on Instagram. Oh, you've got him, then. I've got him. Excellent. Let's hope he doesn't post pictures of those drums, all those supercars (laughs) that he drives. So... Well, that's great, mate. All the plugs are done. Well, yeah, all the best for 2019. I really look Thank forward you. to seeing where you take the tour. I'm excited to see your stand-up show. Oh, thanks, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> Have you, you haven't done an episode. Usually, usually at like the 100th episode of like a show where, where somebody interviews people, they'll turn it around on them and they'll be like, what about you, Mark Maron? Kind of thing. What, what's your deal? Let's talk about you. What are you, what are you up to in 2019? Daniel I'm just Connell? doing... Same thing I've done for the last few years. New show, yep. which is called Piece of Piss. Yeah, great. Doing it at all the festivals around uh-huh. Australia, yep. starting with Perth Fringe in early February. Great. Um, yeah, I'll be just be touring yeah, all yeah. year, I'd say. I'll go back to Edinburgh again. Great. Uh, did you have a good time in Edinburgh? I did. It was yeah, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. If anyone's listening in Edinburgh. <laughs> they might very well might be, yeah. Come on back. Yeah, I'll remind uh, them when, mm, it's, when it's coming up. Yeah. It, is a, it is an amazing festival. You got any more short films coming up? Are you done I, with that life? I, <laughs> if you're willing to get involved again, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, uh, I, let's, get this, let's get this guy going. Yeah. This, 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 call an ambulance guy. Yeah. yeah, I dabbled with the podcast this year. Yep. I th- I'll see how I go for 2019 if I keep the podcast going. Uh, but I definitely want to do more sketches and yeah, cool video content Great. online. Uh, but stand up, obviously, being the for sure yeah. main focus. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll see what happens. I wouldn't mind. Getting into TV in some way as well. Yeah, right. A bit of TV, so Mm. see what happens. Cool, man. But that's it, mate. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for asking me that question. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) And and thanks very much for taking it easy with me, Steve. Absolutely. I feel feel very very relaxed. Right. I'm a little sweaty, but that's all right. (laughs) Cheers, mate. See you, mate. Hey, thanks very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. As Nick mentioned there, you can head to planetbroadcasting.com and check out all their fantastic podcasts, including Nick's own podcast uh, with his friend James called The Weekly Planet. Also get around Nick on social media. He's at Nick Meso on Instagram. You can just type in Nick Mason and you'll find him. 
And on Twitter, he's at Wikipedia Brown. Uh, so check those out. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell your friends. That would be much appreciated. Obviously, it's on iTunes, Taking It Easy with Daniel Connell. Uh, if you are on iTunes, please leave a message or a comment uh, or a rating. That would be much appreciated. Uh, if you're steering your friends into it and they don't have iTunes, send them to my website, danielconnell.com.au. There is a podcast section there where this one is up and the other 31 episodes from 2018 are all up there for listening. Uh, give them a listen. Uh, hopefully you enjoy them as well. While you're on the website, you may as well check out my gigs page. I've got a lot of shows coming up at different festivals around Australia. My new show, Piece of Piss, is on sale now at most festivals. Uh, check that one out in 2019. Next time you're on Facebook, maybe check out my comedy page as well. It's Daniel Connell Comedy. Give that a like. I'm also on Instagram at Daniel Connell Comedy and Twitter at Daniel Connell 3. That is it. Thanks very much for listening and take it easy.